Moving mountains is small compared to what you can do. And that is the quote of the day. of the day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxon of SeanCroxon.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Thrive Market. If you have not heard me talk about Thrive Market before, I like to say that it's like Whole Foods and Costco came together and made a baby because you can go to the thrivemarket.com website and you can find all kinds of real foods, healthy snacks, non-toxic personal care and cleaning products up to 50% off what they're normally sold for in stores. There's deals on that site. And so what we're offering you today is 25% off your first order as well as free shipping when you go to thrivemarket.com slash Q. Q-O-D. Again, that's thrivemarket.com slash Q-O-D to save 25% off and get free shipping. When you sign up for that, you're going to find my 15 products that I love to order from thrivemarket.com. So head on over and check that one out. Today, we've got Marianne Williamson back on the show. And this might be my favorite clip of the week. This is one that I'm going to recommend you listen to several times over because there's a lot of stuff in here. But the main idea here, what I pull from this, she she talks about separation, the waves and stuff. Pay attention to that part at the end. But what I really love is when she talks about how you can handle anything. You know, sometimes we think I can't handle this and we try to run away from situations. You have to know that if you created it, you can solve it. For every problem, there's a solution. And that solution is within. When we listen to that voice, that's within. When we take those those perceived failures and look at them as opportunities to grow. Here's Marianne. The Course in Miracles, which you'll hear me speaking about quite a bit today, The Course in Miracles is a spiritual path. It doesn't claim to be for everyone. But what we deal with when we're talking about the broader metaphysical themes is particular themes applied and expressed in different ways within all the great religious and spiritual teachings of the world. And The Course in Miracles is just that. It's not a religion. It deals with universal spiritual themes. Now, one of the ideas in The Course in Miracles, one of the principles is this. You think you have many different problems, but you really only have one, and that is your separation from God. You think you have many different problems, but you really only have one, and that is your separation from God. In other words, the problems of the world are multifaceted. The answer with a capital A is one. So that's the first thing you want to remember. In A Course in Miracles, in fact, the very first sentence in the very first page says, there is no order of difficulty in miracles. So what we do with the ego mind, with the mortal mind, with the worldly mind, is we get all analytical and all complicated because, you know, there's a recession, right? Now, what does it mean from a metaphysical perspective when Jesus turned the other cheek? From a metaphysical perspective, when Jesus turned the other cheek, it means he looked at that with a different eye. 
He looked at that situation through a different eye. And that is what we are here to do today. We are looking at this situation with a different eye. In A Course in Miracles, it says that there's no such thing as a faithless person. See, now some people say, well, you just got to have faith. It's a recession. You got to have faith. Now, wait a minute. Faith is an aspect of consciousness. You have faith in the recession or you have faith in the power of God. You can't have both. The Course in Miracles says that the vision of one world costs you the vision of the other. You see the world you choose to see. And there's a very, very important issue to understand. The Course in Miracles says that in your experience, you will be at the effect of the laws that rule the world you choose to believe in. So if you have faith in a disaster, your experience will be that you are at the effect of the disaster. So your faith is your power. These are not passive principles. They are principles to be picked up. You know, it's interesting. I can look at this picture and I see that it's there. But the issue that we have, many of us with spiritual principle, is not that we don't see the picture, but that we don't pick up the picture. We don't use it. We don't pour out what we want and drink it up. And that's what I mean about the fact that many of these principles are things that you've known for years. You might have even thought about. But are you applying at the level you can apply it now? Now, what the Course in Miracles says is that you tend to tell life what it means rather than asking life what it means. In Alcoholics Anonymous, it is said, every problem comes bearing its own solution. It is a completely self-organizing universe, and nobody talks about that more brilliantly than Deepak Chopra. Let's talk about what that means in this situation, though. It is a self-organizing universe, and what that means spiritually is, whether a manifestation emerged from right-minded thought, love, alignment with true spirit, out of which emerged a manifestation, and obviously that's a perfect lesson, but then you might say, as many of us would certainly say about the recession, but this didn't emerge from the loving mind. This emerged from certain aspects of thought, thought form and behavior that were not loving. A self-organizing universe doesn't look at the fact that some people behaved in ways that caused a recession and then say, oh, I'd love to help you out, but hey, recession, my hands are tied. God's hands are not tied. The way the universe operates is that no matter what the situation, whether it emerged from fear or from love, it is a platform for the miracle. It is a self-organizing universe. Every problem comes bearing its own solution. Therefore, if you are to say, as most of us do most of the time, I don't like this situation. This is not what I wanted. That is so low level, immature on a spiritual level. Okay? That's magical thinking. We're moving now into miraculous thinking, where you look at what's happening from the smallest thing to the biggest thing, and you go, somebody much more intelligent than I figured out a way that no matter what the situation is, it is inviting me, challenging me to be the human being I'm capable of being in whose presence this would be gone in a minute and a half. <laughs> See? So no matter what it is, you, the real you, are big enough to handle it. 
The you that is reacting in fear, the you that feels and experiences yourself at the effect of the problem is the same you that on some level conspired to create the problem. So how marvelous that the problem's here because this is a perfect opportunity to be the solution. The Course in Miracles talks about the word answer. There is a way of looking at the word answer with a small a and a way of looking at the word answer with a big A. The word answer, we can say, no, I have the answer, you have the answer, the Democrats have the answer, the Republicans have the answer, and anybody who knows much of anything knows neither one of them have the answer because the situation is unmanageable. You know, it's like in the 12 Steps of Alcoholics Anonymous when you get overthinking, you can manage the situation, and then you realize, no, you cannot manage the situation. The situation is unmanageable. And I'm not saying that the Democrats or the Republicans, both of them in their own ways, various times, have things to say about how to manage the situation. But conscious people on this planet know the situation we are in on the planet now needs to be more than managed, ladies and gentlemen. It needs to be transformed. And transforming a situation means going into the fundamental principles that are at the core of the manifestation. Much of what most people see as the problems we have are actually just the symptoms of the problems we have. The cause, the Course in Miracles says, is on the level of thought. Now, we tend to, with the ego mind, with the old brain, there's so many ways of putting this. Some people talk about the old brain going into the new brain. People like Harville Hendricks do that. In A Course in Miracles, it talks about the ego the ego being a false belief about ourselves, that we are separate beings, just a little false belief that we are separate. And that keeps us tied because that is our belief. The Course in Miracles says it's like a sunbeam thinking it's separate from the sun or a wave thinking it's separate from the ocean. Now, obviously, there is no place where a sunbeam stops and another sunbeam starts. There is no place where a wave stops and the other wave starts. If a little wave thinks, whoa, I'm just one little wave, surrounded by a huge ocean, how powerful could the wave feel? If a sunbeam feels, I'm just one little sunbeam, surrounded by billions of sunbeams, how powerful could the sunbeam feel? But if that wave realizes, there's no place where I stop and the other waves start. Just like when you go, I've seen people, certain family and child therapists, but if you've ever been into a therapist's office and they have a mobile, have you seen those mobiles in some therapist's office of a family unit, mommy, daddy, little boy, little girl, and it's a mobile, so anytime any of them moves, all of them move, and you go, yeah, that's my family, right? You realize there's a profundity there that anytime there's any movement, any of the pieces of the mobile, well, that's how the world is. We know that any time a butterfly flaps its wings in South America, that it changes the wind patterns on the North Pole. We know this. We know, in fact, if one wave moves, it does affect the ocean. And if one sunbeam would shift, it does shift the illumination of the sun. Now, it's all about what the wave thinks of itself. That's why the truth of the matter is, when you introduced yourselves this morning, I could have left right then. If you really got what that meant, if you really got what that meant, because that was the question and that was the answer. But we have a ways to go before maybe that really trickles down. So let's talk. <laughs> okay. So if you just think you're a little wave, one separate being, how much power do you have? But if you realize you are one with the ocean, then you claim for yourself the power of the ocean. That is the answer. The answer is not where we could possibly divert the ocean. So the ego mind is the mind identifying itself with the body, the mind identifying itself with the mortal, the mind seeing itself as separate from others, 
The mind seeing itself as separate from a divine creator. The mind seeing itself, therefore, by the way, because when you see yourself as separate from others, the Course says you will be on a constant seesaw between I'm better than others, no, I'm worse than others. I'm better than others, no, I'm worse than others. You will always be locked in either grandiosity or complete lack of self-esteem. You will always be going back and forth between the two. What that means is that your perceptual mechanism, your perceptual mechanism is distorted. Now, your core belief, the Course in Miracles says, beware the danger of an unrecognized belief. If your core belief is that you are separate, if your core belief is that you are separate from others, that means you are identifying with your body, that means you are identifying with weakness. Because if all you are is one body, really, quite seriously, how powerful can you be? I mean, there are billions of us here. Course in Miracles says, moving mountains is small compared to what you can do. All right, that was the amazing Marianne Williamson. Her website is Marianne.com. Today's clip comes from her audio program, The Ultimate Marianne Williamson Library, available at audible.com as well as nightingale.com. And uh, that is it for me. I hope you have a wonderful Wednesday, and I will see you tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Peace.